Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Yo, what is up? And welcome to the 39th episode of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, and I am joined, as always, by my side, I guess my virtual side, uh, producer Pat. Pat, how you doing, bro? What's on? What's up, everyone? Dude, as you and I were just talking about right before we got on here, um, our hairs, I guess, unilaterally are a little bit out of control. I myself have not shaven in a few weeks. My hair's getting there, dude. Um, yours, I see, is getting there. You were just talking about it. So what, what are your thoughts, man? Are you going to keep wearing the hoodie or are you planning to get, get um, a cut soon, man, at the barbershop? Now that things are opening up slowly. I don't know, man. They just, in Connecticut, they just, um, I think it was supposed to be last, last Wednesday is when they opened up like retail stores and outdoor seating for restaurants. But then, and they were supposed to open hair salons and barbershops too. But at like the last minute, he extended it to like June 1st, I think, for for hair salons and barbershops. So well, I guess it just, it just open to every governor and like how they decide they're going to deal with this. Pretty much. Yeah. Cause if it had anything to do with your boy, Donnie T running the show, he wants to get everything open. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, He's just saying that like all, what, what, what? Stop listening to Donald Trump. Like I used to watch his press briefings like every day. Yeah. And I just don't even like, it's pointless to even listen. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the guy's talking about. Right, but dude, people just like think that. I feel like people think that people probably stopped listening to him a long time ago, or at least, at least we did on this side. And it's also crazy. Uh, what is it, Jack Dorsey, the guy who's the CEO of Twitter? You know, he's donating all this money. He says he wants to get rid of all this money, all of his four billion dollars by the time you know he's gone or whatever, by the time he's dead. But in the meantime, I feel like he can just censor Donnie T a little bit on twitter is that like is that so bad or just remove them completely that's the whole dude twitter's going through a whole thing right now like all all these people want to leave twitter because they censor they tend to censor like opinions that they don't necessarily align with like whoever's at the top like jack dorsey and people they've been they delete tweets they delete accounts for like and it seems to be like, from what I've read, it seems to be more lopsided on certain side of the political spectrum that they're deleting accounts from. I'm sure you can guess which sides, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think censoring is a good idea, especially on that Twitter. That was subtle. That was subtle. Well, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, they, they have censor on um, Instagram. I don't know fully about Facebook, but like if, dude, if we put up a too scandalous of a pic or too yeah. scandalous yeah. of a video, <laughs> like, dude... Yeah, like nudity. You can't have nudity. But on Twitter, you can. Right. You can post whatever you want on Twitter. But like, opin- they're like deleting opinion-based things. Which- right. Because like, I mean, Instagram has no problem like me posting the video of me smoking weed. Did you see that? I saw Excellent. It. Excellent, man. Um, so, dude, I went to the CB- CBD store the other day. Asked if they had any THC. I don't know, man. They did not, unfortunately. So we'll see, man. I, I think it's still going to be legal soon. I mean, states are going to need taxes, Pat. What? Not legal yet? No, not over here. Not over here in New York, I don't believe. You can't buy any THC products. I know. So why'd you ask? That's my point. I don't know. I thought I was being funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was funny. Dude, 
Also, my facial hair situation, let's jump back to that. Should have a razor here today. I've never really had a full um, a buzzer situation. I just like usually do it to the bone. You How do you do it to the bone, too? You got a nice baby face. Like a wet shave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all I do. I don't use, I don't, I don't mess with the machines. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've used the machines before, but they like pull my face. So we'll see how I do. I have to like definitely trim it up before. Yeah, the machines only work if like it's a little, if it's shorter. Right. I or I guess like the clipper type, but the one with like the little wheels. I don't think you can use that on long hair. It'll yeah. Hair. We'll see. I mean, whatever. I, I'm just gonna do it just because like I'm uncomfortable. I don't really mind the look. Whatever. I haven't like talked to a chick in four months anyway, and I've decided that I think I'm not. I'm not a player in the online dating game, man. Just I think not- if I'm gonna, yeah, man. If I'm gonna meet a chick. It's got to happen authentically. If I'm going to meet a significant other, it's, it's not going to happen online. I've decided that. Making tie-dye shirts with my sister here in Long Island, as you can see, I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt. Right. Pretty fresh. Huh? I ask if it was DIY. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't DIY it. My sister DIY'd it. Um, she looked up the recipe, the formula, yeah. as you may, to, um, you know, to make the tie-dye, but... It's cool. And until then, until, you know, I meet the, the right person, as they say, um, I'll be chilling. And um, I'm probably not going to make any moves back to Manhattan for a while, Pat. What, what are you thinking about being quarantined in, in the suburbs over there? I don't know, man. I like I, I kind of want to go back, but I kind of like the thought of going back is just like a little bit daunting. It's like, do I really want to? I don't know, man. It sucks. It's just like. I want to go back, but I only want to go back if all my friends are there and if it's normal. I don't want to, I'm not like yeah. going to go back just because it's Manhattan. Like, I don't want to have to go, well, I'm already paying rent, even though I'm home. But if it's going to be weird and like everyone wearing masks and everything closed, it's like, I, I don't think right. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I feel like it's going to be full mask situation until we can figure out a cure or enough people are able to get tested on the reg and we have temperature checks. We'll see, but I think masks are going to probably be enforced. Maybe not for Donald Trump because he's not a fan of the masks, but whatever. Um, And also, I feel like being in the suburbs is the move now. So if anyone listening is in Manhattan right now, you got to let us know. How how is it? Do you guys have any outdoor space? Hit us up, Ted Jones World on Instagram, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. Producer Pat and I at excuse me just bit my tongue yikes i uh we we check that frequently so let us know and also if you're quarantined with a significant other i think by now i i mean since what since this started march 15th you can go anywhere march 15th now it is late may i think you got to start paying some bills you know i'm just like this free ride or at least groceries yeah man it's gotta be it's gotta be a dual thing you gotta pitch in yeah especially if you both have jobs right now and um i feel like unemployment is really helping out a lot of people pat have you heard otherwise or what i think it has yeah i mean i, I know people had trouble getting it at first because so many people were applying for it but i think now right right right. yeah i think now like we kind of figure it out and interest rates are low donnie t wants everyone out buying cars and stuff so <laughs> there you go um pat so an interesting story in the news i guess we we can call this guy our fellow alumni i don't know do i don't know if he graduated so there's, there's this guy peter who was a 
a bartender at Huskies. We were talking about Huskies with Christy, um, episode 37, Christy Bear. And we were just talking about how everyone at UConn would go to this bar called Huskies. And now one of the doorman, like guy who checks the IDs, is on the loose. He murdered two people. And he had writing all over his apartment at the Oaks where – Actually, um, I lived in my junior and senior years. So there's writing all over the world, excuse me, wall. And he was like, what happens when I snap? So he's on the loose. Uh, Pat, maybe we're able to put up a picture of him if you guys have seen him. But Pat, you were the one who brought it up to me initially. You sent me the, sent me the link. What is, what is going on with that? Have you heard anything further or what? No, I check Twitter every now and then just to see updates. But I think he was last seen in like Pennsylvania, like near the Poconos just like chilling near some train tracks, like a backpack full of guns. They, they're guessing that it's guns, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's so nuts. Is he a family up in the Poconos or no? He's just scavenging he, right now. No, I think he just went, I don't know. I think he just went out there. I'm not really sure. Crazy yeah. story. They don't really cover uh, murders on the run, but figures we have to because this guy went to Yukon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, scary stuff, man. So, Pat, how was your Memorial Day weekend, man? Six feet apart from everyone or what? I didn't really do anything. I just kind of hung out at the house, ate some food. Nice. Went golfing Fresh. on Friday. So that was, What'd you do? What? Went golfing on Friday, but other than that. Ooh, nothing. played nine holes or 18 holes? What? 18, man. Come on. I don't, I don't mess with that nine hole. My man, my man. All right, dude. Well, I had like a little uh, day soiree situation. I know soiree means night, but um, had a few people over, socially distanced. And that was the first time I've drinking all Guarendena. So it was, I had watermelon tequila, first time in 12 weeks. I had a bunch of French fries because, you know, French fries are vegan. And I'm still feeling it today, like three days later, the 72 hour hangover. You but um you know now i know I've, I've really never been a fan of drinking too much and um yeah i know why i just feel super dehydrated yeah man you gotta get that pdl you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta hydrate free and post and and during right and it's just like drinking water the entire time and if you fall back at all like forget about it dude if you fall back what do you mean I mean, like, if you don't drink enough water over the time that, you know, you're drinking alcohol, forget about it. So you got to really stay on, you got to stay on brand with drinking all that water. Yeah. Shout. You know what I'm saying? Electrolyte pill or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how everybody else is really handling the situation in terms of opening up shop, like you're saying, you won't go back to New York unless it's normal. Now, I, I think that there's just going to be a new normal, like just in general, like I follow tennis for the most part uh, pretty closely. And even in playing tennis, like at these small tournaments that they've put together, like around Robin, they have each player using their own balls. Really? So so when it's like time to change serves, you put the balls that you were using back in the basket in like the back left corner. There's no ball kids. There's no crowd right now. Uh, we'll see what happens with the U S open, you know, Quentin Vega was talking 
to us about what's going to happen, but like nobody really knows like how are things going to proceed as normal and what does new normal even look like? Are there going to be better masks that people can wear while playing sports? Like what the, what the heck is going on, man? You've been wearing that, like, that's some, like, Mad Max shit you've been wearing. That mask that you have? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I have, like, a, I have um, a high-altitude mask. So I just wear that instead of, like, putting on the regular yeah. blue mask. Or is that just restrict oxygen flow? It's restricted oxygen flow. So it, has, it has, like, a, a little thing that covers you know, my air from spewing all over the place. So I guess that's why I, I, I use that. So you're getting in aerobic shape while also protecting the others around you. Yeah, man, of course. You know, get that two in one to kill two birds with one stone. But your dad's on basically the front line. So I'm sure you have access to the tip-top uh, mask, no? No, you can buy them from the gas station. Down the what, like that like the n95s or what yeah those ones like definitely aren't legit the kn95 ones that everyone's using that like the like it's like sewn at the end right here i don't know I, I, who knows? it's kind of like a duck beak yeah the duck beak i'm trying to get those n95 with the little it's got the little plastic filter thing on it i don't know specifically which one you're talking about what i don't know you, you know if you saw it, but they're hard. You can't get them anywhere. The only place you can get them is at, a, is at a gas station. And who knows where the hell those are coming from. So I feel like they are still kind of running low on certain things. Um, I mean, masks being a huge, a huge one, but also paper towels, toilet paper. Production is really not picked up as I thought it would. You can get, uh, I've seen you can get pretty much hand sanitizer everywhere now. It's not like PRL, but it's like, I don't know. Not all of it kills 99%. And that's a huge issue here sometimes when my pops freaks out. He's like, oh, you got the hand sanitizer. But it's not 99% killing germs. I'm like, all right, Dad. It's, it's, it's the hand sanitizer. Does it have to say 99% for it to kill everything? You know what? I don't know. That'd be a good question for a doctor. So if any doctors know that um, <laughs> whether or not uh, 99.99% of germs have to be killed in order for hand sanitizer or any type of surface wiping sanitizer needs to work. Let us know, because I, I might need to throw that out. Like, what? Down in Missouri or over in Missouri at, like, the lake out there, Ozark Lake, and then um, in Maryland, on, in, like, Ocean City on the boardwalk. Dude, there's people everywhere. They're like... There's just massive amounts of people out for the summer, and it's like they're not doing so. I think it's just gonna keep people are just gonna do what they want. Yeah, well, I think with these last, um, like these last three months, people have just been really sick of staying inside for sure. And I think that people are just ready to go outside, even though the virus isn't fully gone. People are ready to, you know, get out there and proceed about their summer because Memorial Day, Memorial Day looked like it was popping, man. I saw um, saw some you know posts on IG, and it was crazy out there, dude. What's your take on everyone who's like the people who are like, it's a free country, like I don't have to wear a mask if I don't want, like blah blah blah. The the people who are like way there seems to be like two sides of it. The people who are like way too like you can't take away my rights, and then the people who are like you have to like you can't go outside. There's like there's I think that we I think that we've heard from enough people 
to um to just decide for ourselves in terms of like what makes sense and if we really want to and really want to protect people then like we need to cover our faces you know yeah. from thing. if we have something like my sister for example who came this past weekend really doesn't want to be within six feet of anyone and that's just her decision so everyone's going to take it however they want but i think that in order to uh, take pre- some preventative measures um you really don't have to see that much of the news just know that masks do cover your face and if you cough you know your droplets won't travel as far if at all and, you know if you tra- if you're coughing into a mask and you're sick yeah i don't mind wearing a mask but there's people out there who are like freaking out because they think you know the government is trying to like you know enforce things on them they're taking away i hear what they're i hear what they're saying but also if you do research just by yourself and don't think that it's a full conspiracy then i think you'd wear a mask man i saw something on instagram where it was like don't like you don't have to think of like just think of it as like you're doing a good deed for the day you're putting on a mask it's very like it's not that inconvenient and you're helping it's like potentially not spread for someone who might be, you know, vulnerable to it. So, right. which apparently older people are pretty vulnerable to it. I mean, we've seen that in the deaths all over the place in terms of like nursing homes. I mean, there's deaths everywhere all around, but I think that we've been told enough times that older folk are very prone to this disease, you know what I'm saying? Or virus. Is this even a disease, virus, virus? The disease, yeah, you get a disease from the virus. COVID. There you go. So with tennis, you know, opening up very slowly at this random guy's house, they had this UTR event that I was telling you uh, where you put your own balls in the corner. They didn't have ball kids. They didn't have an umpire or excuse me. They did have an umpire, but he was sitting above the court in full gear with like gloves on eye mask and uh, a face mask. But just in terms of like other sports going back to camp, maybe NBA coming back, the MLB is starting to open I see in some places June 1st. Like it doesn't even seem that they could even come close to something like tennis in terms of keeping everyone at a distance, like the dugout, just transferring um, the amount of baseballs that they do between each other. Is anything really going to be fully the same? I don't know. Are fans going to come back? I think we just have to kind of look at Europe and look at other places that have gone through this and see kind of how they're handling it. We're going through it at the same time, though. Well, I mean, other places in the world seem to like go, seem to be starting to go back to normal a little bit quicker, like like South Korea, maybe. Yeah, I guess we have to look to them to figure it out, but. I don't. I think it's just going to be the people who want to go are going to go. There's going to be less people who would attend a sporting event unless they totally. knew it was totally safe. But but they're going to cut. They didn't. The MLB already cut player salaries, and then they wanted to. And the, and then the, the players agreed, and then they wanted to come back and cut it again. Yeah, I didn't see for that second time, but I know the first time that they they did. I'm not sure that they made a full decision, but I mean, as soon as people, as soon as the players go back to camp. I think like that's when I mean that's when they're going to fully start being paid, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they, they but there's still a question: Are they going to be fully quarantined the entire time? What do you mean? 
Like, are they going to have to stay with their team and not being able to be able to travel back and forth to their family? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Crazy time. And also that's what they're talking about doing with the U S open, you know, just having um, a number of people at one site and everyone kind of staying in the same hotel or two hotels that are very close to each other just to contain this thing, man. Gotta contain, gotta contain it. You know, but I hope everyone listening is having a great day, whatever day it may be, uh, whatever time of day it may be. But um, as you can see here, well, I have my lights on, so it's a little bit, a little bit light here. But Pat, it looks like daytime in, in your background. Am I right? Oh, yeah. It's daytime here, pal. <laughs> yeah, word. So I hope everyone is having a great guarantena. And uh, this is just a good checkup. So let us know if you would like to hear um, – on any hear anything of good topic that we are saying sorry man i'm i uh you know got fumbled up there uh towards the end but pat excuse me what did you say bro you fumbled the bag speaking of fumble the bag dude the caller dad when we're going to talk about if hear your take on the caller daddy girls oh we were going to talk about that uh but now since i guess what alexandra cooper is back in the mix uh there's not gonna be much of a caller daddy no. Uh, for, from now on by herself yet I, I know they changed like the cover like the thumbnail of the, the album art in the podcast but no i'm not sure if all of you have heard of call her daddy uh it's a podcast that pat and i have listened to before it's just basically two girls who worked at barstool sports who just say the dirtiest things and have insane stories and one of them alexandra cooper i have a crush on and um i've dm'd her before i haven't heard back <laughs> um, but she, she probably, dude, she probably gets a, a DMs all the time. So, who knows, bro? And then, dude, I saw her on a dating app too. We didn't match there, but likely deleting that app, man. Um, yeah, no, you're not. You don't think I'm going to? No. I mean, you might not use it, but you'll still have it. Right, right, right. I might not use the app, like you know, on the reg, like I usually do. But I, I might still have it. I might keep it anyway. So uh, this girl. And another girl, they were friends, broke up over the podcast because they weren't making industry standards. So Sophia, the other, like, the other girls, like Alexandra and Sophia, Sophia was trying to negotiate a contract to get out of Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports offered them a ton of money, like 500, 600,000 for the year and shortened their contract. But they still said no. So I think that like your girl, Sophia, Pat, I know you've, you've said she's cute before. I know you think she's pretty cute. But Sophia, I think, really messed up this podcast. And now she's not going to be going back to Barstool. So, like, who is she going to talk super dirty with on her podcast? This is very dramatic. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Did you hear, like, uh, Prez did some – he, like, released – it was, like, on Instagram today. Apparently – This is the, the president of Barstool Sports? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, not the president, but, like, the, the, the founder, I think, oh, okay. the president now. But anyway, um, she uh, – apparently, I think – so the guy – what's the, the boyfriend's name? That, uh, uh, Peter Nelson. This is, like, an executive for HBO who Sophia was dating. Who's, so he, like, kind of – That's up this thing. Yeah, he, like, was kind of responsible, I think, for, what, like, what they're saying for her, like – holding out and trying to like get a bigger bag, even though it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And like, apparently like he screwed up and apparently like he's a big, 
Like he's kind of the laughing stock of HBO beforehand. Like everyone just ragged on him all the time. Then he goes and does this. But apparently, like Scooter Braun, um, Justin Bieber, and like manager or um, Swiss former manager, apparently like called Erica Nardini, who's the like the CEO of Barstool, and like tried to like get. 15% of Call Her Daddy back for Sophia. He called on Peter Nelson's behalf. And Prez was like, oh, you're going to try and get Peter, Scooter Braun to call me and it's going to like make everything better? He was like, fuck you. I was like, who cares? You're not getting anything. So like for some oh, reason, Scooter Braun called on like this guy's behalf to try and get like equity back. And they were like, no way. Damn, and that was after this whole, I guess, rooftop meeting that was like the serious meaning that Sophia, Alex, Alexandra, and Dave had on Dave's roof. And, like, that was it. He offered everything on the table. Put everything on the table. was like, I'll give you 600K, yada, yada. Didn't hear from them. And now there is only one left. So, Pat, you see? Moral of the story, you can't be greedy, man. So, yeah. if anyone ever tries to separate us up, dude, forget about it. Got to secure the bag and keep it. Hold on to it tight. Exactly, Pat. Well, well said. You know what, Pat? Um, I think on that note, we'll uh, we'll end this week with a um, with with a quote that you just with you just said. So once you have the bag, seal it tight, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in episode thirty nine with producer Pat. Uh, we'll see you next week, episode forty. Ooh, that's exciting. All right, thanks, guys. Peace.